One. Fitzwilliam Darcy was having a bad day, and as far as he was concerned, it was all Miss Elizabeth Bennet's fault. Stepping to the side of the path to avoid a rock the size of a small house, his right foot had slipped on clay soil hidden under a tuft of grass. His ankle had twisted, his left shoulder had crashed against the stone, and he was seated in a puddle of muddy water about one inch deep. Immediately, he felt a throb radiating up his leg and a numbness in his toes. Cold water seeped through his gloved hands as he pressed down into the damp earth to leverage himself to stand. His bruised and battered shoulder protested. Adding insult to injury, his hat had fallen off, landing just out of reach. Perched precariously in a patch of weeds, he felt his expensive beaver topper represented his current situation. He was a rose among thorns, a diamond amidst glass. He was being ridiculous. Shaking the moisture and muck off the back of his greatcoat, he tentatively attempted to put weight on his throbbing ankle. Sucking in a breath, he stopped. He doubted it was broken. However, there was definitely damage to his appendage. Darcy looked back over his shoulder in hopes of spying someone approaching from Netherfield Park, the home of his good friend Charles Bingley. He could not even see the large manor house. Turning back, he looked ahead of him towards Longbourn, Miss Elizabeth's home. Surprised at how far he had travelled, he briefly appreciated the bucolic setting. An older estate, the stone exterior had aged well. Stately trees lined the drive, and bushy ivy surrounded the front doorway. The picture was welcoming to a wanderer. However, he knew it to be a facade. For inside the estate walls were six females of various shapes, appearances and personalities. They were a noisy lot, led by a vulgar fortune-hunting mother. All of them were a continual source of outrage, who offended his sense of decorum almost each time they opened their mouths. Well, with the possible exceptions of the two eldest daughters. Well beyond a shadow of a doubt, the firstborn and the one following were sensible creatures, so they should not be lumped in with the others. Darcy pondered. Possibly they were born to different parents and had come to live with the Bennets because they had been orphaned at an early age. Or perhaps they were the children of a distant nobleman who had been kidnapped by a band of thieves and traded to the Bennets for a leg of lamb and a jug of ale. He shook his head. He was becoming fanciful and knew he needed to think clearly or he would be wedged against this huge boulder until he grew old and grey or perished. Unbidden, his mind went right back to the Bennets. It was the second eldest of the daughters who was solely responsible for his current predicament. Salient facts could not be ignored. Darcy's mare, Beatrice, whom he affectionately called Bee, had a slight limp when the groom had led her out of the stable that morning. Not wanting to miss the opportunity of vacating Bingley's premises and avoiding the youngest of his host's sisters, Miss Caroline Bingley, Darcy had set out walking a path through the fields to the west. Miss Elizabeth Bennet seemed to find great pleasure in her rambles, so he determined to reach for the joy and peace she attained with her strolls. Stupid, foolish idea! Within a quarter of a mile, tall thistles had captured and clung to the inside fabric of his wool coat as it flared out behind him with each brisk step. 
After pulling himself loose, he adjusted his pace to keep his garment in place, slowing until he regained his normal quiet dignity as he moved across the field. A stile separating a field of harvested wheat from an unknown crop had proved to be rickety upon closer surveillance. Rather than risk life and limb, especially limb, he had attempted a vault over the fence, forgetting the length of fabric on his outer coat would be a hazard during his athletic leap. He had perched on top of that fence in a rather ungainly fashion, until he could unsnag himself and proceed. Thornton, his valet, kept his expensive leather hessians, polished so candlelight reflected in the smooth surface. Stepping off the fence, and into something left over from the north end of a southbound bovine, had put Darcy in a mood. Now this.